never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. But how, how can you judge on video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. the video nasties podcast my name's christopher brown so when i finished the uh, video nasties podcast four and a half years ago i think it was um i decided not to do uh, the section free list and uh, i've decided now that i will so this podcast is a to kind of say hey i'm back <laughs> and also to you know restart the feed as it were but also to kind of explain my reasoning um why i why i haven't gone back to it until now and um give you a bit of a feeling of where my head is currently um and also what the plan is moving forward so some people argue that there are only 39 video nasties and they're the ones that were on the video nasties list right up until 1985 when uh, the BBFC took over in the September. Then there are some people, and I might include myself, who say there are 72. So any name that went on what now is called the Section 2 list at any point is a video nasty. So films like Funhouse and uh, The Evil Dead get on that list as well. Now, I think that's fair enough. And one of the reasons why I think it's fair enough is because if you're going to do a video of Nasty's run of films, you're going to want to put Evil Dead in there. It's like, as the storytelling front, it makes complete sense. So when I was doing my research in... Oh, I don't know, maybe 2012, 2013, while this was all ongoing... I saw um, someone called the Section Free List. Now, it isn't something that's spoken about in any of the books I'd read, but it was on some forums and uh, some video collection forums mainly. And those forums were kind of going into detail on what they, you know, the the, the actual video tapes, the, the serial numbers, the actual tapes themselves, and they called it the Section Free List. Um, and I kind of disregarded it because I couldn't find any evidence. It's not like I've been digging around the BFC archive, bear in mind, but I kind of thought I understood what they were getting at. Then Jake West released his BBFC uh, documentary, Video Nasties uh, documentary, uh, the second one. And the first one obviously comes with all the trailers for... The, that were on the ban list, the 39 plus, plus the additional 33 to make it to the 72 films on two discs. And uh, the sequel, uh, which covers kind of between basically 85 to like turn of the century um, and the, the horror community, um, looks at, uh, has these extra discs and they have the section free list and the section free list pops up again. And... I didn't go into it at the time massively. I just kind of dismissed the list as being, well, that's just more films. 
Um, and the reason why I did that was at the time, one of the, there was a few things that were going from my head in terms of what made a video nasty. One, it had to be on the list. The other thing it was that it, it effectively, you know, obviously that being the key thing. But, you know, when I when I launched the podcast, I spoke, you know, I speak about, I spoke about these, you know, these black boxes that could corrupt and deprave you. And the section three list, in a sense, doesn't fit with that mindset. I mean, it's a, it's a list where some of the films are, you know, the thing. Night of the Living Dead, you know, they're not, um, they're not, you know, Gestapo's last orgy. They don't have the, the shine and the razzmatazz and the, uh, illicitness that though that list has. The reality is owning a section three film could never have got you into prison. So I think the first thing we need to do is kind of get into it and kind of explain the Obscene Publications Act generally so section two so section two covers the actual prohibition of publishing like this obscene material right so section two is it's an offense to publish an obscene article and um somebody's found guilty if they do it for profit or not so if i were to give you an obscene article for free uh, I'd still be guilty of the Obscene Publications Act. That includes putting stuff on my website, for example. That that would all fit within that. And you can kind of it can kind of be innocent in terms of of, of case, and that can be tried both ways. So it can be tried in um, in magistrates' court and crown. And um, for those that don't understand British law particularly well, if you go into mags, you are pretty much guaranteeing yourself either a fine or a very small jail term because magistrates. If you say, no, I need to be tried by my peers, we're going to Crown, the risks increase. There's more chance you're going to prison. So when we were talking about a lot of this stuff with Section 2 films... The, the nasties list. There's all this confusion coming in and, and it would drop on and off whether it was classed as obscene because what it really meant was did the DPP, the Department for Public Prosecution, did they think that that film would be good enough as it would be classed as obscene in front of a jury? And when they thought, ah, it won't be, or the jury said it won't be, then it would drop off the list. So Evil Dead was... It was a great example of how this can be used, how this can, can be confused, because Evil Dead could be found guilty, or people can plead guilty at magistrates' court, which feasibly could mean it could should go on the list because they've pleaded to the section two offence. But instead, it um, but you know it, it, there's no it, 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 it's, but on the other hand, sometimes it was getting found not guilty by a jury, so it was not clear, which is why uh, Palace did this like once and for all final Hail Mary shot of going to going to uh, the, to appeal and basically saying, is this film obscene? We need to understand what if, if it is or not, because you know, we can't keep it continuing we can't sell a product that's getting taken off the shelves every five minutes by police and you know basically terrorizing the um, the video shop owners and the video shop owners associations and, and all that and obviously all wanted that because they needed clarity in the law. That is section two. Right, now section three isn't a law as such. What it covers is the powers of search and seizure. So as a section, it's a bit mm, in terms of, you know, this film is found guilty from a section three point of view because that's not really what it is. So section three is um, 
allows for any kind of justice for the peace. That to believe that there's obscene materials kept on premises for profit to issue a warrant for that location. So that would be even myself or maybe a rival video shop owner um, going to the police and saying, I believe they are holding films which are classes obscene. And I think they're obscene because they're on the DPP list. Look, you know, they're, they're, they're there. The, the police go, right, we're going in. Warrant gets issues. Police are able to enter the premises, search and remove any suspect publications, right? So the officer then takes the record of the business. Then the, the, then the, the articles need to be placed in front of a magistrate. Now, the magistrate then needs to decide whether they be forfeited or returned. And the person who owns it, the owner, the, the, the author, so maybe one of the filmmakers, or the publisher, so Palace, are allowed to stand in front of the magistrate and say, this film isn't obscene. So, when we talk about Section 3 video nasties, we are not talking about films that could have been prosecuted under the Obscene Publications Act. They are films that were likely to have been seized and then put in front of a magistrate. Now, say you're Bob's video stop down the high streets, and they're and they sitting there going, and the busies have bought the videos, and they kind of say, and, and the, the officer's going, well, we could see if we can get you to, you know, you could go to Crown if you wanted to and see if it actually is obscene. Or you could just make it go away. Forfeiture, it's basically a cost of 50 quid. You probably, you don't even, you, you can have your solicitor mate there on the day or a brief. You kind of say, mate, you can fucking have those vids and we'll burn them. And that's that. So as a list of films, does it feel very video nasty-esque? Is it frightening and terrifying? Are they films that will corrupt the soul, even by the line of the law? No. And you get into these kind of grey areas of something can't be less obscene. They're just films that, if they're seized, they might well, you know, they're, they're seizable movies as such. And this all comes down to this idea as well that the Obscene Publications Act uh, will struggle as an actual, um, as, a, as, a, as a law because the police can use it for sting operations for businesses they don't like. Um, which obviously is, you know, not in the, not in the, in, in the, 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 the wish or the, the, the means of the law. Also, of course, you know, the, there's a there's a different part of this that how are these, how are we all able to possibly, you know, watch any of this stuff and not be corrupted? And are the police themselves able to make these decisions whether something could be seen or not? Because the scene publications unit, no doubt, has been overcome with such filth and depravity over the years. So that's why I didn't. It just didn't feel in the spirit of the podcast at the time. So I suppose I bet the quick answer is after just dismissing what I'm about to do for the next two years, explain why I am. When I look back on the video nasties, this was about last year, because I think I mentioned that I was thinking about doing this a year ago. Um, and then got bogged down in doing George A. Romero podcasts for literally a year. Um, the thought process was that the reality of those podcasts is that they are really a snapshot of the horror section of a video shop in the 1980s, the early 80s, more so than pretty much anything else. It's like this little freeze frame 
And in the same way as I've always described, saying, you know, why this film and not that film? Don't imagine that. Imagine a, a boy in blue, you know, with his helmet on, just taking one end of a shelf and just lashing it into a carrier bag, in a black bag, and typing evidence on it. Because that was far more closely to what this looked like. So the section free list, therefore, works as a selection of films. An interesting selection of films, actually, when you look at the list. Some stuff that just has never been released over here again. Um, some classics. I mean, Suspiria's on the list. I mean, God, I know there's enough podcasts about that over the years, I'm sure, but I'm sure I'll find something to talk to you about that. This Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Shogun Assassin. There's this kind of group of films that potentially are quite offensive, really. Um, they're certainly not as easy to group together as this is why. There are some cannibal films on there. So Brutes and Savages is on there. And when you kind of think, yourself, well, that could have easily been Section 2. You know, that could easily be a video nasty, but it isn't. But as I say, you can't really talk about that. That suggests that there was proper logic behind a lot of this decision-making when in reality there wasn't. So it's a really interesting selection of films that I think uh, are worth examining. And if I'm being honest, the thing that really brought me to the list was the reassessment of the movies themselves. So the ability to go, here's another 80 big pieces of, you know, some art, some trash, some interesting stuff. Here's a, here's a cauldron, a big cauldron of stuff to cover. What do you want to do? I think it fits really well. And I think there's probably a lot more to talk about on some of these films than reality than there is on some of the nasties, the original nasty films. I mean, you know, you look at something like Frozen Scream and Human Experiments and they're just so wishy-washy. You know, there's not a lot there. But, you know, you look at a film like Abducted and, like, that's an interesting movie. And it's really, like, trashy. And there's some, you know, there's some pri- women, more women in prison films and all that kind of exploitation stuff. Um, there's a lot you could watch along with. The other thing I'd say is, um, much like the nasties themselves, um, you could probably split them up into bona fide classics, all right, and just awful rubbish. Um, and there is a, a chunk that is just awful rubbish, and we're going to treat them in the same way we treat Suspiria, and we're just going to do it, and that's just the way it's going to be. That's the way it always has been with the, the podcast. Everything gets a fair shout. Every piece of art's interesting. And that's, for me, is, you know, the story behind why these films exist. There's always been more, possibly more interesting. And the reality is there isn't enough to create 60 hours of audio about the scare. There's about an hour and a half's worth, and we've done it. So I think from that point of view, this, uh, this should allow us to kind of Really, you know, have a bit of fun, get behind the get behind the uh, the films again, and kind of have a run around. Why now? Uh, why now? So this is we're now thirty five years since the video recording that came into force. Um, it will the film will cover that, and it'll cover thirty five years of the BFC taking over from. Uh, video as well it will all be there at the same time since I last left you 
um, the world has gone fucking nuts. Uh, and also, the country, the UK, has gone fucking nuts. When we look at where we are in terms of uh, censorship, um, I used to kind of talk about internet being the next thing, and Christ almighty, wasn't I right about that, eh? Jesus. I think everyone kind of, I think we all kind of assumed that uh, it wouldn't be that, you know, the internet by itself is just is so free and uh, the technology is so clever, but God in heaven, these Tories are giving it a right go, aren't they? So, where do we start with that? Well, the obvious one is the fact that in the UK from July 15th, uh, literally some of, some absolutely shockingly piss poor legislation is going to come into play. So you need to robustly verify your age to look at online adult content. What adult, what classes are adult content? It's a bit wishy-washy that, lads. I don't even know if some of the stuff I'm, I put out is going to be classed as adult content is audio. Obviously, this isn't going to affect the big players. Indeed, Age ID, um, one of the Age ID companies is that, that's been given the green tick from the government's own Pornhub. So they're going to be fine. Then you've got the um, the boutique smaller players. They're obviously going to be in a, a very different position. Now, that's not to say that you, there didn't need to be some some cultural change or solutions to whether or not our hardcore pornography should be viewable online to children. No one's suggesting you know we start beaming it on Blue Peter. But obviously, once again, the Tories have implemented terrible legislation in an attempt to you know look good in the Daily Mail. Much in the same way they tried to back in 1984. The obvious answer is that adult content is far too easy for children to access because parents are giving their children unfettered access online to the internet without using, you know, without using any any legitimate um, effort to stop them looking at stuff. Kind of like letting them look at fucking all of the videos or watch TV day and night. Or any of the other elements that you kind of like, why would you do that? Well, no, I'll just give your kids a fucking iPhone and, not, not, and, and uh, don't put any nanny, net nanny on there and off you go, happy days. So social media sites aren't going to be included and that's all fucking fine, it's just a mess. It doesn't work. It will put people probably in the hands of more dubious sites, but fuck it, whatever. Because the age verification will also involve using probably using a um, visa card and handing over card, credit card details to a pornography site. So, I mean, it's good for them because you know, they might as well go, well, you've, we've already got your card details. You might as well just give us some money for this premium 4K or whatever there it is that you're into <clears throat> not look at this other stuff. And um, if you're going to buy shares in anything, I would definitely buy shares in VPN companies in the next few months. I'll tell you that for nothing. Uh, he starts to advertise ferociously at the male demographics of most of us going to football. There'll be more adverts for that than there will be for gambling when the fussy's on soon. Or for privacy. <laughs> Christ. There's also um, moves and concerns about social media sites. Um, Molly Russell obviously fought, who's fought, died uh, when she was 14 and 27 actually put, pins the blame on Instagram for helping to kill her da- his daughter um, which um, the, what he was talking about was um, sensationalist uh, self-harm and suicide 
um, images, which obviously then, um, once the algorithm knows you like that stuff, keeps on offering it to you when you search. So uh, she was probably bombarded with images of self-harm, which led to her um, killing herself. Uh, Instagram and Facebook have said, well, we'll ban that content. Fair enough, I suppose. Um, It all comes down to how we as a country seem incapable of protecting our children from uh, things that are adult and content. But, you know, hey. And finally as well, Netflix randomly seems to, because it's such a huge player, has managed to just say, oh, we'll just, um, we'll just age, certify all our contents ourselves. We don't need the BBFC. And the BBFC have gone, yeah, all right, then that's fine, which is bizarre. But if I worked for... Um, I don't know, a boutique Blu-ray label, I would be spitting feathers about that decision. Again, it all comes down to this idea that if you've got a a, a, a video shop, <laughs> if it was a video shop, you, you you know, we were so used to age certification that if you had a video shop that didn't have any age, any age certificates on it, you just go, that's for, for adults, isn't it? Not us, no, we just turn around and go, well, we either let the video shop do it now, apparently, or we, um, or we just try and ban it. I, I this country has gone mad, and uh, and because of various things like austerity, the absolute disgraceful way that the government is uh, is dealing with its poorest people, and also the just disgusting. Um, Use of uh, of Brexit as a as a means to gain political power through fringe groups, um, everyone's losing their minds. And funnily enough, uh, the first thing you know is we need to be protected from ourselves. We need to be protected from the outside world. What's happening now is a uh, is, is no different to what's happened in in the nineteen eighties, and it could only get worse. In truth. Because um, the second we start dipping our toe into uh, age verification for web and also the alternative flip side of that, which is getting websites removed from the internet or banned from the country because they don't fulfill the age verification. Once that little Pandora's box being opened up, God knows what will happen. In the end, they'll probably have an internet that's just fucking like teletext. Or maybe I'm over-exaggerating. You tell me. Who knows? But that's where my head is at the moment, so... I think now is a good time to uh, to talk again about the video nasty scare, and also to um, use these films as a as a kind of an interesting way of discussing what's happening now, but also um, discussing you know the films themselves, the art themselves, the trash and treasure that sits within this list of movies, and. If you want to create a, a wall of stuff, you know, if you want to just see that wall of videos and say, well, that's the video nasties wall, then let's have a little look at this wall next to it. I have no problems with that. I think it's a good, good way to spend your time, even if they're not liable to deprave and corrupt you in quite the same way. Certainly the titles of the works themselves are a catalogue of depravity. Right. Thank you very much. So this is the plan. If you go to videonastiespodcast.com and click on uh, podcasts, the the series two, not season, we're not American, 
series two list is um, is there, and it's going to change. I'm not going to do Christmas Eve in like fucking March. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. We're going to aim to do one a week. It, I have no doubt it'll it'll slip, but as it stands at the moment, one a week is where we are. I remember it being fairly possible, and a lot of this stuff. I mean. I'm in no worse situation than I was when I did the Video Nasties podcast. They're probably in a better one, to be honest with you. So, first up out of the trap is Shogun Assassin, which isn't a horror film, which is one of the reasons why I picked it, but also is a an unusual kind of... It's a good, fun movie. It's a really fun, exciting film. Um, and it's one of the better ones. And soundtrack's great. And I've been listening to a lot of... Uh, uh, liquid swords recently so, <laughs> so uh, just to give you some idea of what the what, where my head is um, but, um, but yeah Shogun Assassin but if you want to check the list the, the films are named like they were on the video labels they're not named possibly like how you would know them as so um, yeah uh, there's a, that's a bit tricky Um but the reason for that is, well, you've got to call it some. And um, yeah, so as that from a list point of view, when you when when I do the titles, I'll make sure it's got the other names. It it's less it's less of a problem with the original nasties list, but some of the obscure stuff on here, it's called like a called like really generic films because of that you know calling a film four different names into one stuck and it's sold. So like you know that's just the nature of it. Um, and we've stuck to the one that's on the label because I had to stick to something, you know. But anyway, um, that's fine. Uh, you'll just we'll just have to deal with that. Uh, as I say, when when we start search, well, as we go through them, I'll I'll go into a bit of detail of the, of the episode before. So you, if you are watching along, which I know some people did last time, you'll be able to kind of keep on top of it, you know what I mean, and kind of work out what, what film I'm talking about. Uh, you know, I think one's called Abducted, do you know what I mean? There's like 50 films called Abducted, but it, I think it's Abducted School Girls from 70, it doesn't matter. But, you know, there's stuff like that. We'll get, As I say, we'll get, when we get onto it, we'll get onto it. If you want to get hold of me, please do. Uh, you can get me on ChristopherTheLastHorrorPodcast.com I think VideoNastyPodcast.gmail.com still exists. Uh, I need to find it. Um, I haven't looked at it for a while. Um, but that's still there. Or Twitter, at orange underscore monkey. Or you can get me on the website. I have a website, videonassypodcast.com or thelasthorrorpodcast.com. So, basically, this is running on both feeds today. Video, uh, thelasthorrorpodcast.com is being put on ice until after Video Nasties is complete again. I will probably do the odd podcast around Christmas and stuff like that. And when something interesting happens, I might dart between the two. Um, so it won't be completely off. The best way to see what I'm up to is to go to lasthorrorpodcast.com, to be honest with you, because that's where all the podcasts are being uploaded to. That's where all my RSS feeds are, are sitting now. So um, you can always kind of work out where it's up, where I am. Um, yeah. As I say, that's just, it's a bit messy because uh, I haven't really, I didn't really think I was going to come back to this particular well when I set all this up. And it made a lot of sense to me at the time to have it all in one place, but I'm not sure it does now, but that's the nature of it. But as I say, videonastiespodcast.com, lastrowpodcast.com, 
the gymnastics will be on both uh, for now. Um, but subscri- if you're not, but as I was saying, sorry, if you've not subscribed to Video Nasty's podcast and you want to listen to this stuff, go there, find it. It'll be it's on Spotify, Twitch, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, all the place, all the places you'd expect to find a podcast ish. Maybe, probably, I don't know. You'll find it. Um, people start listening to them on their Alexa apps. I discovered which is. Uh, very impressive, maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't even know how they've managed to do that, to be honest with you. <laughs> but well done, you, if you've managed to work that out. Um, yeah, okay. So let's leave that for there for now. As I say, next time, Shogun Assassin. Until then, take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>